Welcome to Analyzing Television, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for looking at situations, news or topics in the world of television. I'm your host Matthew and for this episode I'm going to try and keep it short, sweet and simple because we've been here before but uh, some new information from Netflix has recently come out about another TV show and it just prompted me to do this podcast. This is going to be called Dear Netflix, Please Stop. Okay. Okay, we've been there before, right? We've all had a moan at Netflix because they've cancelled a show or two, made something silly in, in its place, and kept doing it over and over and over and over again. So Netflix this week um, cancelled another show, or I think it was like recently cancelled another show, uh, Mindhunter. Instead of me, I've got some particular notes that I'm going to actually do a recap of, and we're going to break some things down. So instead of me saying, oh, Netflix has cancelled Mindhunter, that's bad, you've made this show, that show, and the other show, and blah, 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 and it's bad. I've done that before. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to do an element of that, but not the same thing. Let's take you on a journey. Let's take, let's take you all on a recap of a journey, because um, some people have noted that, okay, Netflix keeps cancelling TV shows. Yeah, they do. Um, They're not the only network or streamer that cancels TV shows, but they've been doing it in the wrong way, and they've been annoying people, and they keep making other stuff that doesn't make sense. Um, It's... uh, I've got a list of four situations here as to try to explain a little bit and analyze Netflix isn't just well they are continuing to cancel their TV shows it's gotten to a point now where you're starting to legitimately damage your own brand and do it by your own fault Um, so what I'm going to do here I'm going to go through my notes I'm just going to recap everything um, and then go into it and sort of break it down I haven't got any dates listed for things, but this is just Netflix did this, then they did that, then they did this, then they did that. But because um, I've myself and many others, many others have noticed a particular pattern, and we're going to go through this pattern. But there's something very specific that caught my ears, you could say, because I listened to it being said about the specifics of the Mindhunter cancellation, and we're going to dig specifically into that. And how that has, I don't know, sparked this episode from me. Okay, let's go through my recap of my notes here. Netflix makes a show show called 1899 from the creators of Dark. Dark is a very critically acclaimed Netflix show which finished with three seasons. Right? So, the creators of Dark... Very critically acclaimed show. I've still got one season left. I just haven't got around to it yet. And it, and it is a very deep show. It's one that you need to sort of be paying attention. And I haven't quite been uh, ready to get back to it yet. But I, I, I will try to finish it one day. Same team that made Dark made a show. Yes, called 1899. I, n- I never got around to watching it myself. Heard it was very, very good. Netflix cancelled it after one season. So what have you what have you effectively done there? You've then said to the creators of a previously very successful TV show called Dark, which had its chance to finish with three seasons, and then 
went on to create another show and for the audience because there's a creative side and there's an audience side here for your audience you're then saying hey you all enjoyed dark yeah people enjoyed dark well here's another similar i mean i don't know the plot of 1899 but i understand it's another sort of timey-wimey time travel sort of show it's in it's in the same ballpark right so same ballpark basically the same creators come back to make another show on the same platform where they saw dark before sounds good right sounds like a sounds like it works for, for everybody netflix gets another great show the people that enjoyed dark get get to watch another great show and the creators that i assume enjoyed making dark are now uh, are making another season of a show which is in the same ballpark as what they made before and they wanted a second season cancelled after one season netflix makes slash buys in a limited series called Boobitch. Let's put a pause on that. Netflix cancels Warrior Nun after two seasons, even after the show was in the top ten for two weeks. Barely gets any room to breathe. Two weeks, between about a week or two weeks, roughly after season two of Warrior Nun came come out, comes out, gets cancelled. Um, big hashtag gets created. Save Warrior Nun, which I've tried to contribute to myself. Uh, it's gone a little bit quiet on that front, but yeah. Um, Warrior Nun, great show. First season, I, I very much enjoyed it. I hadn't quite got round to the second season yet, and now I have no reason to do so, because it was cancelled after two seasons. Um, show I very much enjoyed. Wasn't like, you know, top, top, top tier prestige, but really enjoyable show. Interesting characters, all that kind of stuff. Cancelled after two seasons at Netflix. Mike Flanagan, known as kind of the Netflix horror guy, was known for making critically acclaimed horror shows for Netflix. Mike Flanagan makes a show called Midnight Club for Netflix, a show that did require a second season. Netflix cancels the show after one season, and about a week or so later, Mike Flanagan has signed an overall deal with Amazon. Okay, so what's happened here? Uh, Mike Flanagan, known as the he did Hill House, Midnight Mass, a few others. Some of them a little bit better than the others, but you know... Very, very acclaimed series like, you know, Midnight Mass, which um, as time has gone on and I've heard more conversation about it, I've appreciated the show even more. Really, really great show. Haunting of Hill House, where it pretty much started for him at Netflix. Um, Incredible first season. The benefit he had with those was they were limited series. You can't cancel a limited series. Um, Well, you, you can air a limited series and stop airing the episode's a portion of the way through or maybe maybe you could do that but obviously not on netflix first season goes out of of your limited series it's it's out it's done you can't cancel it because it's it's a limited series the first opportunity comes across for midnight club um which was one of his shows that was that was needing a second season i don't know the exact context of the story or any cliffhangers but it was one that was needing a second season netflix gets rid of it after one season then probably due to some sort of money dispute um you effectively have now lost your horror tv show guy and now he's gone over to work at uh at amazon all right we'll get back to that netflix buys in slash makes a show called pepsi where's my jet okay got that one after some time negotiating and sorting contracts and all sorts of things Netflix cancels Mindhunter after two seasons and claims... Here's here's the big important piece of this podcast, the main reason I was making this episode. Claims 
but the show is too expensive. Hmm, too expensive indeed. Okay. Netflix makes slash buys in a show called Perfect Match. Okay. In a recent interview slash news, Netflix, probably their CEO, claimed that they have never cancelled a successful TV show. Hmm. Hmm. Do we see a pattern emerging here? Because I see a pattern emerging here. I hope that you can all see the pattern emerging. Dark, successful, next up, eighteen ninety nine, done after a season. Random show called Boo Bitch. Um, tell me if you've ever heard of that before, because that was that was one that because one of my plans here was that these three specific sort of like random shows: Pepsi, Where's My Jet, Boo Bitch, and Perfect Match. I did deliberately go onto Netflix and find like recent-ish sort of shows that I'd never heard of that were very random and decided to... And ones that have got the N Netflix label. I don't know if those were all created or buy-ins, but Netflix has spent um, an amount of money on those shows. Okay. So eighteen ninety nine cancelled after one season. Creators of Dark. Boobitch gets brought in or has money spent on it. Limited series. Netflix done with Warrior on after two seasons in the top ten for two weeks. Matt Flanagan gone from Netflix. Um, no more, no more. Um, I think he's got one other show sort of coming through or whatever, but that's probably whatever. I, I don't know what that is. I, I heard that there was like one, I heard that there was like one off one other show after Midnight Club that was that was coming up for him, but uh, obviously that's going to be whatever. Um, yeah, goes over to Amazon. Um, is that a case where Netflix aren't offering him enough money? That's going to be my guess with that. Pepsi, where's my jet? Money spent on that. Mindhunter, critically acclaimed series. Almost, you could you could look at Mindhunter and say like, oh, you know, HBO type quality show. I watched two episodes of it. Um, didn't quite get back to watching the rest of it. I watched it for like an experimental sort of podcast. Very, very good. I can see why people really like that. So although I didn't watch all of it, um, I can definitely see why it was as, as critically acclaimed as it was. Very much a little bit in that sort of true detective HBO sort of ballpark. So, good stuff. Done after two seasons. Um, even though that one did take a little bit of sort of... The contracts weren't getting renewed and there were some issues with it. But still, Netflix doesn't want to spend money on it. Because apparently it's too expensive. And then another show had money spent on it called Perfect Match. And Netflix claims... They've never cancelled a successful TV show. Okay. We've talked a lot of times before, whether it's here or Geek Town or wherever, about Netflix's absolute quantity over quality approach. Don't get me wrong, there's still good shows that come out on Netflix that I enjoy. And other people still enjoy. They are becoming more rare, but there's still some there. You're telling me... That And this is really where the absolute, even though we already knew this, because it was quite obvious if you just look at Netflix's, Netflix's uh, the way they do things. You're telling me that you're willing to spend money, again, don't know if it's buy-ins or creations, but spend money on something like, and this isn't to like put down the people that have made these shows. I'm just pointing out three random things that are just on there and just like, okay, why, why are you doing these things? Boo Bitch, Pepsi Where's My Jet and Perfect Match. There's enough, there's enough there's enough game dating shows like Perfect Match to to not need that. There's also that thing called Too Hot to Handle, which is still hovering around on Netflix, which I think has got its fifth season coming out soon. So you're telling me 
with the way that you spend money over there at Netflix, you couldn't afford Mindhunter. Now, that's not me saying that I think they're lying about Mindhunter being an expensive show. I've heard some things about like how they do the backgrounds of those shows and other things. I'm not denying that the show is expensive. It does look expensive. It looks like comparable to a HBO True Detective-ish sort of show. And those are very expensive to make. So I'm not denying the show's price. You're telling me, you're basically saying that you don't want to pay for that. I don't know why, but you're telling me that you don't want to pay for that. Saying that it's too expensive, though, is the biggest load of bullshit you could have possibly come out with. I mean, I'm sorry, but, like, the amount of times, and sometimes I do it deliberately because I, I go in there to see what Netflix has got, and sometimes it's because I'm actually going to watch something. But... Anytime most of us pretty much click on Netflix now, you have a quick browse. Maybe though you do have something in mind that you're going to watch. And other times it's like, oh, let's see, like, you know, maybe the show that came out two months ago that just slipped your mind that you go back to watch or something on your list or I don't know. I don't know what the occasion would be. The amount of times I've clicked on this app and scrolled on there and I will spot at least like five to ten things and I will look at titles and descriptions of things and I'll just continuously think, like, why? What is this? I've never heard of this thing. Um, whether it's from, you know, hearing news from Geek Town over, you know, David's Corner, or coming across news myself, or hearing online discussion. There's so many, almost every single time now I go onto Netflix, there'll be at least five to ten things on there that are new-ish, new enough. They'll have, like, a 2023 thing on there. And I'll have never heard of it. No promotion or anything. We already know about Netflix promotion problem. I'm not going to go over that. The, the The problem is, from everything I've just read and just gone through, the problem is staring you in the face. You're spending your money wrong. Instead of, like, pissing off Mike Flanagan and losing him to Amazon and pissing off the creators of Dark by cancelling their show, and I can't remember the... I can't remember the um, Mindhunter guy's name, the, the guy that runs that show, I can't think of his name. Um, are any of those three people, I mean, Mike Flanagan's already gone, he's already signed an overall deal with Amazon. I know he's got his other show coming out, or, or whatever whatever that is. But, it's just, you just keep doing it. And, to to reference the title, please stop. You have to stop doing this. But it just particularly struck me. When I I I saw the little bit at the end of like oh yeah you know couldn't get couldn't get contracts done or whatever for Mindhunter, the show is too expensive. That's what really stood out among all of this here, among all of sort of like okay, it's bad that you've it's bad that you've cancelled a show from the creator of Dark. It's bad that you've got rid rid of Warrior Nun after two weeks, um, and it was in your top ten. That doesn't make any sense. Um, you've pissed off your, your main horror guy. I know there's other horror stuff on Netflix, but he was kind of like, oh, you know, have you seen Mike Flanagan's new, new, you know, new horror Netflix show? It was kind of, it was like, a, it was like an event for Netflix and it didn't happen, you know, once a month. It was sort of once every few months or maybe like twice a year or something. It'd be like, oh, have you, have you seen, uh, you'd strike up a TV conversation with somebody and maybe get onto the conversation of Netflix and horror and, um, the conversation would come up and say, oh, you know, have you, have you seen Midnight Mass? Have you seen um, Bly Manor and Hill House and all these other kind of stuff? He's gone. 
You lost him. He's gone. He's gone to Amazon. Probably probably because you didn't want to... My, my guess with that specific one is because you probably didn't want to give him the money that he had he had earned. And whether Mike himself wanted more money, to me... And I mean, I don't know what in- increase he would have maybe asked for. I mean, I wasn't there, obviously. But, like, when you have... My point is, when you have somebody who's made consistently great shows over and over and over again and is always the talk of the town even when the shows aren't on people are still now talking about midnight mass people are still talking about hill house and blind manor and uh not quite so much with midnight club um because i i think the enthusiasm for that died off when the show got cancelled and obviously that's a different beast that's one that was going to get renewed as opposed to the other three but it had become like a netflix horror event um and it used to get he used to get like i think his wife was in some of those shows and he used to kind of get um like Raul Cooley was in those sh- you know from uh, iZombie and stuff and he used to have like some recognizable names um it almost kind of started becoming Netflix's American horror story just more consistent and less silly and much more quality uh, I mean, I, I I like American Horror Story, but it's a, it's a different beast. It'd be like with that when you'd have like, hey, here's Sarah Paulson again, here's Evan Peters again, here's Angela Bassett again. It's kind of become a bit of that for Netflix. He's gone. You lost him. He's gone. It's over Amazon. Hold on. <laughs> you have to stop. You have to stop doing this. You absolutely have to stop doing this. Who are you gonna Who are you gonna lose next? What are you What are you gonna do? Like. I mean, Stranger Things, you know, um, is in is in its fifth season. Uh, it's going to be the last season. Um, I can almost imagine because I was trying to think of like Netflix's other big creators. Obviously, you've got the is it the Duffer Brothers over at Netflix. I can almost imagine a scenario where Stranger Things finishes, right? Um, finishes really well. I'm I'm not concerned about like the quality of that. Obviously, that will be that will go through. Uh, it's supposed to be next year. And then, let's say like two years after Stranger Things finishes, the Duffer Brothers will come out with the first season of a TV show. Maybe it'd be something similar, maybe not. And Netflix will just ditch it after a season. And then um, they'll sign up with like HBO or something like that. I can almost see that happening. You can can almost feel it happening now. Um, Because yeah, you pissed off the creators of Dark. I don't know if they'll come back to work with Netflix. Mike Flanagan isn't. Whoever was in charge doing uh, Warrior Nun, I, I don't think they'll end up coming back. Um, you're basically pissing off creators and subscribers because people who watch these shows, who are passionate about these shows, um, and particularly with something like um, Dark, let's say, where you've got more timey-wimey sort of theory building and and things like that, um, yeah, you, you cancel Dark and people are going to say, hey, well, you've not renewed my show and there's others, there's, there's, two, there's so much other streaming stuff now that you don't need Netflix anymore. You don't need it. There's plenty of stuff over on Apple and HBO and Amazon and Hulu and Disney. There's so much other competition that to, to some audience members, you keep cancelling their shows, they're just going to get rid of your subscription service. And if you keep cancelling shows from a creator standpoint, you, they're going to do Mike Flanagan, which is go over to work with Amazon. Um, Yeah, I just... And again, it's a case where, okay, let, let's say specifically with Mindhunter and with Mike Flanagan, right? Okay, if Mike Flanagan wanted more money, why didn't you give it to him? But then the balance, the, the balance comes in where it's, okay, you don't want to give Mike Flanagan more money, right? 
He's your Netflix horror guy who makes, like, literally event television. Event television has become a more rarer thing because of how TV operates. You don't have, like, Lost on every week or 24 on every... You know, you don't have, like, that network 24-episode thing. You you do still have, like, big shows. Like, you've got your House of Dragon, you've got your Last of Us, and all, you know, kind of stuff like that, like Stranger Things. You do still have big shows that come out and make a bigger impact. But event television is a lot rarer now than what it used to be. Just because there is so much stuff and everything is binged and, and all that kind of thing. Um, but okay, you don't want to give Mike Flanagan more money. You don't want to give... You don't want to put more money towards Mindhunter. Okay, then then the question has to be asked. Like, okay, where is that money going? You don't want to spend those money on those two very big important things. And that money's going towards nonsense. And I don't mean to be disrespectful to like, you know, any showrunners or creators who are coming up with um you know, Perfect Match or Boo Bitch or, you know, Pepsi Where's My Jet. But when you when you see Netflix cancelling shows like this and you come across the most random stuff on there and you realise, oh, this is where you're spending your money instead. It the problem just becomes blaringly obvious. But you keep doing it over and over and over again, and to go back to the title Dear Netflix, please stop. You have to stop doing this. What is... Because I just tried to speculate a minute ago, like, what what could be next? You know, you piss off the creators of Dark, and then Warrior Nun is gone, and then Mike Flanagan's gone, and then the Mindhunter people all, all move on, the showrunner for that probably gone, and then you claim you've never cancelled a successful show. Um... Yeah, what's what's gonna what's gonna be the next thing that that happens? Um, I'm trying to. I was trying to think of you know, the other creatives, the other sort of big names over at Netflix, and the Duffer Brothers are the next one that kind of comes across to my mind. Um, yeah, you have to stop doing this. It's it's getting it's getting kind of silly now, and you just like people want don't want to keep and i've seen so many comments online about this that it's it's become sort of the general consensus if netflix comes out with a new show that's like oh the premise sounds interesting or it's got a good cast or the plot sounds interesting or the trailer's good okay we'll see if it gets past three seasons or one see there used to be this joke and it still is kind of a joke of like oh cancelled after three seasons at netflix no now it's cancelled after one sometimes or two, in the case of Mindhunter and and um, Warrior Under, obviously eighteen ninety nine is one one season. Um, I'm actually, I, I tell you what, like, because I finished um, what's it called Wednesday recently, and um, you know, a little bit of time kept passing and kept passing, and there was you know memes and discussion and reviews about Wednesday that were generally very positive. And time kept going, days kept going. And I was thinking, I think Netflix is going to cancel this show. They didn't, they did renew Wednesday. And I was actually surprised. Not because like, oh, I'm surprised you've renewed the show. Just because of how things have, how things have gone over there. Um, because it that that's literally a point where it, it, it got to a point where I thought, I, f- I feel like it's more likely that you cancel Wednesday than actually renew it. And the more surprising thing happened, which was the renewal. And it should be the other way around, because uh, Wednesday was a very successful, uh, pretty great show. I mean, it got a little bit, like, chaotic at the end, but it was still a good show. And you've got Jen- Jenny Ortega in there, and she's, like, becoming really popular and everything. Um, I was actually surprised that they renewed it. I, I thought that, that would be another one to, to get cancelled. Um, but it has be- it has become a sort of... 
time commitment problem for audiences because you look and you see, oh, a new 8 to 10 episode Netflix season. Should you invest the 8 to 10 hours um, to watch it in case it gets cancelled? Um, that actually creates a it's like a whole that actually creates a whole different problem as well. And, and again, unless you're a limited series, which Netflix does label them as limited series. But you think about that, right? What I've just mentioned. If you're Netflix and you put out a TV show, right? Regardless of what it is or whatever, you put out a season one of a TV show which has the the need for a renewal, okay? And you're the creator of a show and you're you're hoping Netflix renews it and whatever, right? There's you've now kind of created a bit of a clash, where okay, you're Netflix, you want the show to have obviously some numbers to to justify its renewal or some like online conversation or you know something like that to actually justify its renewal in the first place. Which I think to all these shows, whether it's Dark or Warrior on Mike Flanagan's next limited series, whatever, um, or Mindhunter, all of those things have got talked about to a to roughly the same degree. As some of their bigger shows. None of those shows should have got cancelled. Uh, in my opinion anyway. I know Mindhunter was a bit of a different scenario. But still. You've now created this clash. Netflix has now created a, a, a. Like a separate problem. And a clash within itself. And what that is. Is okay you put out a first season of a show. That needs to be renewed. Right. Let's say it's 10 episodes. Just for an example. 10 hours of a, of a new season. Hey we have this new show. It's from so and so. Whatever we've got whoever. Whatever right. You then wait. Uh, apparently no more than about two weeks if you're worrying none. You then have to wait a bit of time. Okay, you need some numbers, some online conversation, you know, review, good reviews, things like that, right? Obviously you do need that in the first place. So Netflix is waiting for that to happen with each show to actually give the go-ahead to, for a, to, to give a second season or to cancel it, right? Which sometimes is an irrelevant point because even if your show is well well renew, uh, reviewed and and all that kind of stuff, you end up cancelling it anyway. That then creates a clash where if you're on the audience side and you're thinking, okay, Netflix has put out a first season of a show. Obviously, it needs numbers and like you know some discussion and things like that. It it, it needs the um. What's the phrase David's used before? It needs the algorithm to be happy with it kind of thing, right? But if you've become notorious and known for cancelling shows too early, cancelling shows both both too early post-release and too early in terms of the, the number of seasons, and you as an audience member have decided, and it's up to you what you want to invest your time in in terms of what you watch, right? You, you pay for a service, you, you watch what you want to watch on it. You're then waiting, right? And understandably so. I understand this this sentiment now of you want to wait to see if the, if the show gets renewed so that you can then feel better about, okay, I can then watch a first season of a show um, that's been renewed so you know you're not going to get a nasty season one cliffhanger. There's still the chance that you get a nasty season two cliffhanger or three cliffhanger. That's still a possibility. But the problem you then created that Netflix has then created is if your audience is too nervous and rightfully so about stepping into a first season of a show because they're not sure if you're going to renew it but you're not going to renew it if it's not got the numbers but it might not have the numbers because your audience who you're trying to serve that show to don't want to watch it because they think you might get rid of it and then waste 10 hours 
that's a really bad problem. That's a really, really bad problem. I, I don't know how you get... See, they, they've landed themselves in this sort of ditch now where e even that very problem I've just described, I don't know what you do about that. Because it kind of does make sense on Netflix's side of like, okay, we can't just... Um, we can't just renew this show before it before it's like launched or whatever um without knowing the numbers and that does make sense but you <laughs> like you see what i mean you see the problem they've created for themselves i've even seen a few comments before about like i want to wait till the netflix show is actually completely finished before they watch it and for however much of the audience that is for netflix that's an even bigger problem than the one that I've just described because that is going to require what three let's say three to five seasons or something not not every show these days has eight seasons let's say three to five for example but then you have to then what the show that show has to avoid doing is being cancelled after one two three four or five seasons and how rare is that nowadays for a Netflix show so you've now created a scenario where you as a business are now clashing with um people that want to make your show because they're not sure if you're going to renew their show and if like you know if there's going to be money disputes or if they get to finish telling their story and you've created a clash with your audience as well because they don't know if they can get committed to a show that's 10 hours long because you might cancel it um yeah it's that's um <laughs> a bad situation to be in i think so um yeah yeah um, and again, to, to go back to the title, please stop, you do, you have to stop, you've created this, like, it's created so many problems for itself, um, and they, they have to, they have to start understanding as well, with the problem I've just mentioned, you have to understand the, the basics of that, which is like, okay, if you don't keep renewing shows, people aren't going to keep watching your shows, and you'll just you'll just keep cancelling them and wasting money. Um, and if you keep doing that and keep doing that and keep doing that for a long, 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 long period of time, it's going to get worse and worse and worse because you're going to start to not not in terms of like content because Netflix has got like billions of hours or whatever of content. Um, you're then going to start to run out of actual big shows more and more. Because if you keep, keep cancelling stuff, apart from the rare, really big things like a Stranger Things or a Crown or Witcher or Wednesday, you know, th those sorts of things. Just going to end up with more cancelled shows. So you have to, you, they have to pivot at some point. You you just can't keep going around in this same circle. And as I mentioned on my, uh, I did, I did a, a analyzing television, uh, was it last week or the week before? And it was a streaming service overview. Uh, basically, what the the idea there was, I will take a look at um, each of the streaming services in the UK that I use and judge them from three tiers, three points, which is content, functionality, and price. Um, and in terms of like you know, the content, obviously, I, I delved into this thing there as well. And and you know, other networks do cancel some stuff. Warner Brothers has been doing some weird things lately. Uh, Disney's made a little bit of a pivot recently and they cancelled a couple of shows. But some of those, like the shift that Disney explained made a bit more sense. Um, which was literally like, hey, we're making too much stuff. We want to go with more quality over quantity, which is what I think everybody wants from every streaming service. Um, but in terms of this, like, 
cycle or this circle that Netflix has got themselves into now, they are basically the only one that, that, that operates in that way. And they have to pivot away from it because it, it it's become a point of curiosity of sort of what are you going to cancel next? Which which creative person, like a Mike Flanagan or somebody, are you going to piss off and cancel their show and then they're going to move somewhere else? Um, it's very interesting. So Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK, that's E-T-A-L-K, UK to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode, and you can go and click on that link in the show notes. That's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well, so you can either copy and paste the promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K. You can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20% off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscaped's quality thanks very much to manscaped for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to koalu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's koalu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to koalu for this affiliate link hi there if you'd like to get rid of the ads in entertainment talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes we've got good news for you there as well you can subscribe to entertainment talk at either the five dollar level tier or ten dollar level tier the five dollar level tier will get you access to all of entertainment talks previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for if you also subscribe to us at the ten dollar level tier that will get you that benefit that i've just mentioned and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a tv show and a general discussion on that show or a film review of your choice so if you if there's a tv show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it we can watch two episodes of that tv show or film review so it's one of either of those per month of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a tv show then a film the next month and so on and so forth this is a great way to support entertainment talk get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening back to the show Alright, that pretty much wraps it up for there. Um, last quick recap. Yeah, 1899 cancelled. Creators of Dark. Netflix buys in slash makes Boo Bitch limited series. Uh, Netflix cancels Warring on after two seasons. Show was in the top ten for two weeks. Matt Flanagan, the horror guy. Uh, show cancelled called Midnight Club. Um, that required a season after season one. Signs overall deal with Amazon. Show called Pepsi, Where's My Jet? Created slash bought in, made, whatever. After some negotiating, 
Warren on cancelled after two, not Warren on Manhunter cancelled after two seasons. Netflix claims the show is too expensive. Netflix makes buy-in um, perfect match, and then in a recent interview, claims that they've never cancelled a successful show. Do you see the problem that you have created for your own streaming service? We only time will tell. What will be the next thing that Netflix cancels? Not renews. What will be the next thing that they cancel? Um, it just stuck out to me in my mind of like, really, that's what your te- that's that's your actual that's one of your excuses for Mindhunter is that it's too expensive. Maybe you should take a look at your books and see where your money's going, and then you might have to rethink some stuff. Not might have to. You you have to rethink some stuff. This is no longer a question of should Netflix change and pivot. You have to change and pivot. It it's. Because you're just going to keep doing the same stuff unless you do. And you're going to just continue down the same road. So, we'll see. Anyway, that's the latest from Netflix. Um, we'll see what else they cancel next. Um, what What do you think? What do you think they'll cancel next? Do you think they'll do the Netflix, the Stranger Things approach that I said? Which is uh, Stranger Things finishes. Duffer Brothers go to make another Netflix show. That gets kind after a season. It's possible. It's it's possible. We, we, we won't know the answer to, to that for a couple of years yet. But we'll see. Um, have Netflix cancelled? Well, I'll, I'll say have Netflix cancelled any shows that you like. I think they've cancelled at least one show that one person has liked because they make dozens of them. Um, but any cancellations that stand out to you? What do you make of the way I've sort of broken this down? And what do you think is kind of going on? Um, yeah, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments about Netflix and what they're doing. And do you agree that Netflix, dear Netflix, please stop? Do you think they should stop what they're doing? Um, and just pivot. Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter e talk UK, there's a contact page information in your show notes, email box on the website version of the episode, clickable email name in your show notes as well. Get involved, write in, let me know what you think of Netflix. Um yeah, are you are you watching anything on Netflix that you're worried is gonna get cancelled? That's always a possibility, isn't it? So um or have Netflix renewed a show that you're watching. And when was the last time that that actually happened? Um, or if you cancelled Netflix, anyway, there's a lot of different angles you could uh, respond to this, so uh, do, do what you will with that. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. TV, games, films, may not a podcast, take a look out for what we do and where you can find it. Uh, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk. TV, games, films, may not a podcast. You can also support us by telling other people about what we do and where they can find it, either by just telling them or using social media. Uh, Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers, level tiers, ad-free podcast review options, look at that as well if you'd like to. TV and film news over on geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio on Tuesdays, have a look out for that as well if you'd like to, for renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, all that sort of thing over there. Um, Bex is over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S for her regular chat retro game streams, all those sorts of things, check out what she's doing over there. Me over on Twitch at eTalk UK and YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening. Dear Netflix, please stop. And I will see you next time. Goodbye.